Welcome to the spiritual space. If you come across this podcast, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. I'm here to share with you knowledge through a journey of healing and self-love. Take a seat and enjoy the talks. Call it as you want. <laughs> Call it as you want. <laughs> Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the spiritual space. I have with me today one of my dearest friends, Angelica Troya. Welcome, baby. Thank you, baby. So this episode is very random. We're, we just decided we're going to just record it because every time I meet with this beautiful soul, we always connect on a deeper level. I have like constellation levels, conversations that can go very, very far. <laughs> yeah. So I was having a conversation earlier with you today and I was asking you how did you started your um, spiritual journey and you were telling me the story about when you were a kid going to the church mm. but that's your story I'm going to let you speak it to the so universe I was I was telling you that I had two experiences uh one was good and one was bad mm-hmm. so what happened to me is that I was I'm Ecuadorian, so we are like kind of boring Catholics somehow, but nobody practices, <laughs> so you are like basically in, in the books, you know. But I wanted to actually get close to God, so I was like, wait, uh, I'm gonna start going to church. So I was going to church every Sunday. So one day, uh, the priest came up, uh, you know, in, the, in this speech they get uh, in charge, and he was like, why did you come to church? <laughs> you know, and I was like, dude, there's such deep shit dropping for you to be a priest. I was like, maybe he had too much wine before starting the, the speech. And I was like, okay, but no, seriously, why the fuck did I come to church? Um, and this was when you had 10, when you were 10 years when old? When I was around 10, 11 years old. Uh, I've always been an overthinking, like, I've always been super analyzing shit, like, uh, I thought it was a course or a gift, and sometimes it was really a course, so in this very particular moment, I got a little bit freaked out, because I was like, no, seriously, where are we coming to judge? <laughs> and then uh, one man stand up, stood up, and he said, um, we, we are coming to church to, to get close to God. And I was like, dude, this is a good one. This is a good one. Give him 10 points <laughs> in my head. And then the other guy, uh, 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 another person stood up. And he was like, oh, we come, we come to church because we are obedience, obedient to honor God's laws of like having one day dedicated to him. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. That's but it's really... not like a day. It's like maybe one hour and a half. And the rest of the time, what are you doing? You're going out and kicking the dog, you know? That's a judgmental bitch in me talking. <laughs> so I was like, wait. So, and then I stood up. And imagine this is a church, like full of people and I'm just a 19 year old girl and I was like I stood up and I didn't stood up because I felt because I took a conscious decision to stood up I felt like there was something behind me that was pushing me to stand up and I was like oh, okay what the fuck am I standing up <laughs> you know I was like where am I doing this you know and then I felt something inside of me telling me you know, you have the answer 
when you know you do. And I say, and it just came out of my mouth, and I said, because of love. We come to church because of love. Because it's the love that lives in us that connects us. And I was like, and I just shut up. And everybody was looking at me like, who the fuck is this hippie, <laughs> you know? And I'm a 10 years old girl, and you don't fucking uh, take that much of, you know, uh, responsibility of yourself in that time. And I was like, standing up to talk about something that I believe was true. No, but it's actually and the opposite. Because when you were younger in age, you're still connected to the source. To that source. part, yeah. So you're still connected to that pure side of you. And you're going to be saying things Agreed. that right now, it's going to sound exactly. like a deep Agree. If you want to have the best conversations, baby girl, go to talk to boys. To yeah. Go to talk to kids. It's, it's like the best thing that happened. That's why I fucking adore my nephews. Because I think they are like a higher elevated version of our DNA. You yeah. know, and they're freaking smart. They're like, mashallah, mashallah, mashallah. <laughs> so, so I was like, so I was telling you that the second story had to do with another priest, like St. George, another mm-hmm. priest, another day. And I was like, okay, uh, I didn't like what the guy was saying. Like, there was a part of me that he was putting so much resistance to his message and his voice that I couldn't understand why, you know? And then he says something. And this, what, which age? How, how old were you at that? I was like 11, 12. Okay. And then? And then he was so close-minded and so judgy that for me, I was like, this is not a message from God, yeah. you know? And it really hit me hard because... For me, I was relying my spirituality in the church, and I was reala- relying my beliefs in Catholicism. So that's, I was like, I think that's most of people's problem with the religion. Yeah, it's not the problem with the religion itself. It's mo- it's mostly the problem with the people who are representing the religion. Yeah. So a priest for you, or someone in the mosque, or it doesn't matter. It's because I don't think I realize. I don't think there should be somebody in the middle between you and your and relationship with God. It's very intimate relationship, yes. it's true. It's, it's, you should be able to connect deep within yourself to that higher consciousness. Not to base it into something. Because I don't know if you ever heard this phrase of, of uh, Albert Einstein. Um, he says, in a world of relative, relativity nothing is absolute and the first time I, I heard that I was like your brain should be as elastic as possible because the truth for you is not my truth like if I show you this iPhone your reality is that it is golden you know mm-hmm. and for me the reality is that it's a screen, a, a screen. because so, everybody's perception is exactly different. so the reality of the iPhone, the truth, is that it's a whole thing. Do you understand? So for me, when, when you are just clinging into one belief or one religion and you don't open your mind, you're actually limiting your, 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 your focus of, of vision. You are like looking into a loophole. And there is so much out there. And this is why, for me, when I was in Qatar, I was like asking people, 
because I wanted to understand their beliefs. Because for me, there is no such a thing as one universal religion. And I'm sorry if I'm offending people for this, but no, I think... No, you don't have to apologize. I think... Your perception. Yes, I think it's, we should all be together working for the truth. Because the truth is no one's property. It's like the soul of the world. That's how I say it. So You said something super interesting just like two seconds ago. You said something that um, they... I don't think churches or any religion in that order teach you how to connect within yourself. Yeah. You said that they don't tell you to connect within yourself. And that's, that's wrong. Yes. I feel like most of the time what they teach us in school or by the religion or all the belief that we've been conceiving and having like all our lives uh. are not really the right approach. And now that you are awake to a lot of knowledge and a lot of energy and a lot of feelings, you realize that no, this guy resonates with me. No, this guy doesn't resonate with me. Yeah. This feels right to me. This doesn't feel right to me. Because you went inward and you connected with yourself. And that's when I discovered metaphysic. And the story of how I discovered it is very wide. But for me, you know, I, I read the alchemist at a very young age. And one thing that I freaking love about that book is that it tells you that you should uh, trust this, about, the book. You're talking about Alchemist from Paulo Coelho. Yes. So, you know, it's my favorite book. And it's, it's me and my, awesome. my friend Eric, we were talking about it in the last episode it's, as it's well. It's really beautiful. <laughs> so, and that book has levels and levels and levels. That book yeah. is like a fucking tree. You understand? Because it, it, it approaches concepts that are very deep. How many times did you read it? Fuck, maybe three times. Every times. time I read I it... I told you, I didn't have money, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have I to. didn't have many books. I had to... I have Improvise to... with the one dollar. But, by the way, there's this thing that it's been told in metaphysics as well. It says that the first time you approach uh, uh, an amount of knowledge or a book, it's mm -hmm. like... You've been told many other things in your life and your neurons, the first time that they, 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 they listen to a new idea, your neurons kind of move a little bit. They're excited. The second time, they move a little bit more. The, fourth, the third time, they, they are still not completely moved. That if you encounter a concept that you really want to embrace, unless you can say it by heart, you haven't even gotten it to your surface. skin yeah. and then when you are able to apply it is when you actually have knowledge because otherwise the only thing that you have is it's just words. a theory it's a theory mm -hmm. so knowledge should be a walking thing knowledge should be something that you really uh, live by And it's extremely difficult, by the way. And I cannot tell you that I didn't fail many times, but it is, it's not you about that. that it's, yes, so. because even about, if, if you see it in a, in a freaking perspective, all the steps that I'm taking into, in my life got, like put me in this seat talking to you. So they were all perfect. You know, what it matters is your intention. If you keep your intention pure, okay. God will show you the way. So going back to the documents, uh, one thing that I really 
loved about the book is that it teaches you that if you ask for something or if you want to understand something or if you want to approach a deeper level of knowledge, you can ask God and he will say, you can learn to read the signs, okay? So I kept my mind open because it's a quite fucked up, crazy, <laughs> you know, piece of knowledge. It's, it's very difficult to embrace that. But I was like, I'm not going to close it completely. I will keep my mind open to see what's going to happen. So what happened to me was that I was like, okay, I will, I will, I will, I will see what life brings me. And what happened was that I opened the TV, okay, like I just opened the TV and there was a news channel and they were saying that there was a baby that was saved by an angel, that a baby fell down from ninth floor, okay, What? I swear, the baby was, uh, he was, uh, he fell down from ninth floor and that uh, the woman, the mom, she didn't know. And a few minutes later, somebody knocks at her door and he's like, here's your baby. What the hell? And she's like, what happened? And then she realized that this baby cage thingy, you know, broke. it was broken and the baby crawled onto the balcony and went down. So she said that the moment that she received the baby, she looked at the baby and then the person disappeared. So she believed, like she felt in her heart that it was an angel. And I was like, what the hell? So that was like a boom in my, in my brain, you, you know? know? I, I was uh, reading uh, a book yesterday. I don't even remember because I went to the library and I was reading a lot of books at the same time. I don't remember which one of them. I will, I will remember at some point. But the point is, it was saying that The universe is constantly, constantly communicating you. with you. Constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Through messages, through, through something people. you saw on TV, through someone you meet uh, in your Uber ride, uh, But, through any kind of information. And most of us, we're so caught up with ourselves and our thoughts yeah. that we're not aware of, of all these messages. Yeah. But you need to know something that is really interesting about that. Mm -hmm. The universe will connect to you, guided by your intention. Yes. Always. It's what you hold in your mind that keeps you going, you know. Because if you are a person that tends to feel down and tends to feel unhappy and tends to be angry, you will find another reason to be unhappy, angry and sad, you know. But if you are a person that keeps his mind open to good things to come, they will appear. That's what I believed. So um, after this thing of the angel thing on TV, okay. uh, I, uh, I was chilling, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm my, <laughs> my auntie, the, the, the wife of my uncle at that time, she, she was like, she saw that I'm a bookworm. So again, we didn't have money <laughs> or anything. That's why we are friends. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have money or anything. So she was like, she went to clean a house or something like that. And she got me an, a magazine to read. And she's like, you love reading here, you know. And I read and I opened the magazine randomly, okay. And I opened it up and there was uh, an article of seven stories. About angels? About angels. 
Okay. And I was like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> it's getting weird. So I started reading the stories and I got so into it. And then two days later, and this is, this is real, <laughs> okay? Two days later, I was very stressed and stuff like that. And in, in uh, catechisms, which is like, you know, um, there's are these courses you take in Catholic church mm -hmm. to get the sacraments, which is like the baptisms, the first communion and stuff like that. So in catechisms, they taught us that whenever you feel distressed or whenever you feel angry or whatever, just open randomly the Bible and you will find something that it's for you to, to understand in that moment in your heart. And I was like, okay, so I went to my Bible I opened it up and there was a story about angels. Daniel okay. and angels. And I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> I get it. That was like a slap on my face telling me like the universe was trying to tell me like, bitch, this is important, you know. But listen, now that you're thinking about it and now that you're talking about it with the knowledge that you have right now, mm -hmm. at that moment of your life, what was happening? for you like were you feeling safe were you feeling not no, safe the were thing you, is that like what was the sentiment that you had for the universe to give you like this clue that the angels are there which means like you're protected yeah uh, i think uh, i i told you my parents separated when i was nine and mm -hmm. um, my mom went to leave to spain when i was 11. Uh, my dad from the time they separated they were outside of the city So I was raised by my grandmother, but by the time that I was just alone with her, my grandfather started dying. You know, he was literally agonizing for two, two months. So I felt, and this is why I, I became a bookworm, because books were like an escape of my reality. You understand? It's mm -hmm. like you do need that. I, I, I read books to escape from reality. And I'm very glad that it was like that. I'm really glad that it was not drugs, it was not sex, it was not uh, attention. It was, you know, it's a very productive yeah. way to escape reality. If you reality. have to choose your poison on your addiction, better have an addiction yes. to books than to something exactly. else. Exactly. Mm. So, and it was gonna, it, it was giving me always a boost. It was giving me the boost of like, okay, there is something amazing over there There is a fucking huge world that you can discover and, and have adventures in. And there is a fucking lot of, uh, it's like a fucking catalog, you know, when you, you have so many people and experiences and things that you can explore. That's what book did to my brain. So in that moment, I was in that time where nobody was going to come and tell me how to live life. I need to figure it by myself. By yourself. You know. So I started reading books. And um, then this thing happened, the angels think. And the angels, reading about angels, throw me to learn about metaphysics. I think that's God... very funny because most people, if they have stories about angels, mm. they will be thrown to learn about the religion or like the Catholic But the that's church. the thing. But instead it throw you to metaphysics. Yeah, that's the thing. Angels are in every religion. Mm -hmm. Muslims believe in angels. Yeah, we do. Catholic, Christians, whatever, right. they believe in angels, you know? Mm -hmm. 
everybody believes in angels. So when I saw when I saw this uh, this thing, it it I started researching, and I was in a high school that it was kind of expensive. You know, my my father did the effort to put me in high school that it was really good, but like the effort of like half of his salary was my my tuition my tuition fees Mm. so he really wanted me to learn well but that was not because of my father that's because my grandfather that was passing away from diabetes okay there was like two months three months before they started classes they were going to start classes and we are a poor country. If you want to get to a good high school, you need to be searching for more than seven months. But I don't have parents to search for me. So my grandfather was dying. He was in a lot of pain. And he looked, I went to see him because I used to see him all the time in his bedroom. And he came to me and he was like, do you already have high school? Do you know which high school are you going to? And I was like, no, daddy. Because I call him daddy. No, daddy, I don't have... I don't have yet. He was like, call your dad in this moment. And I was like, you cannot talk. He's like, call your dad. Right now. So I was like, okay. I got hold of my dad and I was on the line. He told him, listen, I want you to put the girl in a very good high school. And if she's not already subscribed to one, by the end of the week, I promise you that I'm going to come back from death and you're not going to be able to sleep <laughs> a single day of your I'm life gonna in be peace. Haunting you. Yes. <laughs> and my dad was like, what? <laughs> so they put me in a very good high school. And my high school have, do you remember these, these, uh, these freaking uh, printers <laughs> that do like, it <laughs> was the printers back in time. I didn't have a computer. So I used to stay uh, in, the, in, in high school until like 5 p.m. researching, researching, printing, because that shit takes like Forever. two minutes per page, you know? <laughs> so I would be printing and printing and printing and downloaded a lot of information about angels. And in, those, in that information, it, it really threw me. Like it was like a channel that got used to throw me to metaphysics. Okay, so talk to me about metaphysics. Dude, I don't know much about metaphysics. Metaphysics is like, it's like the collection of all the religions in one book. Okay, okay? when they speak about wisdom, they does it have any relationship with quantum physics or is no. it different? Metaphysic, okay. metaphysic literally means beyond physics. Okay. Okay, so it's like a manual for people to live. Okay, it's like a lifestyle. It's a teaching. Yes. So. For me, that was my guidance because I didn't have anybody to teach me how to live. So the whole thing that metaphysics comes up around is wrapped around. There's a very core um, belief, and that belief is we are guiding our life. Sure. We make our life. They say the problem is that be, uh, human beings are born and they don't have the correct guidance to their own mind. They don't have the correct guidance to their own brain. They don't know how it works. And people go through life 
thinking that they are like cork in the middle of the ocean being thrown there and here by the waves and that's not the case the case is that every single little thing that happens in your life is a freaking reflection of your energy frequency and metaphysics explaining to you and the whole principles of creation because there is seven the whole principles of creations are wrapped around this idea and then they speak about angels they speak about something that for me was incredible and this is why i love harry potter not just because you know it was like love harry potter. our 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 freaking time you know because we basically grew up with daniel radcliffe in the movies True. so what 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 i've learned is that uh, they have crazy things that they have crazy concepts and at that really time, crazy yeah but honest. wait at, at that Maybe time back that yeah back then, at that time it sounded crazy, the, the ideas crazy. were like okay wait a minute what <laughs> you know mm. and then it says in the beginning of metaphysics in, in, in the beginning of the book is a book by connie mendes it's called four in one and it's called um words of sense words because those books can be understood by anybody because she makes it in such a freaking simple way that anyone can understand if you give the book to anybody they will read it and they will be like okay i i get it but at the beginning of the book it's she's extremely clear with you and she tells you whichever concept you are not able to grab to grasp keep your mind open and let the world get back to you just keep your mind open so even her stories even beyond yeah. crazy because uh, she was writing her books as an escape you you remember earlier you were saying you reading books to escape yeah. reality she didn't have a job she had i think she was divorced or something i'm not sure i don't want to say something and i'm not sure of for, it but for, i remember she was writing those books as an escape and she wanted to change her life you are talking about jk rowling yeah yeah so connie mendes she's saying if you have so much um friction mm-hmm. with the knowledge that i'm giving you maybe you are not prepared for it yet so shut the book right now and give it to somebody else you know yeah so and then you continue reading and it talks about crystals it talks about uh it talks about um energy colors and it talks about aura and it talks about angels and archangels and the levels of angels um the, the gerar- how you call it your hierarchy no uh, you know like the the like there's archangels there is something uh, higher the- there Uh, uh, Yarchi, uh, Yarchi, Yarchi. We're so bad at uh, hierarchy right <laughs> in Spanish. Yarchi, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I think people will understand. Yeah. Yay. So it was, it was, it different was levels, different, different levels of understanding, and 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 I feel, I I felt I was, I felt I was jump, I was skydiving, and her words became my parachute. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So in as much 
chaos was around in my life, I, I felt I was protected, you know? In as much, in as many things that were not right, and in as much conflicts, and you know, and stuff like that. Every time that, uh, because they tell you to, they tell you that they tell you that the most beautiful thing human beings have is energy, and actually, a scene is when you use it for the wrong purposes. When you use it for a low energy, that's a scene. A scene is not stealing, it's not lying, it's not. When you use your energy to curse, when you use your energy to to freaking slap somebody, when you use your your body as a vessel for low frequency, that's a scene. That's actually a scene. You know, the lady I was telling you about a while ago, the hypnotherapist, Dolores Cannon, she said, like throughout her journey with all her clients and hypnotherapy, we are here to manipulate energy and we are here to create. Yeah. So if you're not, you know, controlling energy around you or in your life or in your, you know. It's going to be controlled by the world. Exactly. And that's and a freaking bad, if you're ugly not picture. Creating, that's also a problem because we are creators. Yeah. The, crea- the, the God, the creator created us for to a reason to procreate, to uh, give the energy that he put in us. It's very interesting how you put it because you just say God, the creator. So if, uh, and this is how I, I freaking uh, put a, a, <laughs> a bomb in religion, believe in my mind, because it's been said in every freaking religion that God, the creator, as you put it, mm-hmm. created us in his own image and yes. resemblance. Mm-hmm. Okay? The only thing we know from God in, that we all share in all the freaking religions is that God is the creator. This is the only thing we know for sure. We don't know how he looks, we <laughs> looks like, we don't know which language he speaks, we don't know his favorite music, or I know it's reggae, but, no, but <laughs> we don't know his favorite We don't food. know if he's a male or a female. Exactly, or he's one, you know? We don't know any of that, but we know for sure, for a fact, all the religions, they, cha- they share the, the same, same belief. God the is the creator, yeah. right? So if you put it in that way, as common sense, if God is the creator... Common sense is not that common. Yes, but if God is the creator, it means that we are creators. That's the only truth we know for sure of human beings. You don't know any shit else. So when people are complaining and when people are not using their resources to change their own life, they are anti-religion. Yes. Do you understand? That's why when people, for me, tell you, like, okay, I don't like my job. Why don't you move? Why don't you try something else? No, but I don't know what I'm going to do. And uh, I suck anyway. And you're putting already barriers between you and your success. Great the minute you say The minute you say, no, it's not possible, I, I lose interest in talking exactly. to you at some point. Because I know... At this point of my life, everything that you desire, the universe is there. Like yes. the alchemist said, 
in the book, like the book is the the universe is there conspiring to help you do it. Yes, exactly. So if you tell me no, I cannot do it. No, I cannot leave this job. No, I cannot leave uh, this abusive relationship. And it's so good that you put that's it only in your mind. Head. Yeah, and it, it's so good that you put it in our way because before it was just like airy fairy ideas. You know, it was like ah yes, these things that you think but come on you have uh, the studies of joe dispenza now you have scientific evidence and that's why joe dispenza whenever he starts speaking he says i don't speak about religion because whenever you speak about religion and i have a a, um, a group of people i create division and i don't think we should be divided this is why all the research that i've done Because he's a neuroscientist. It's purely scientific. It's scientific. So the moment that I speak science, okay? People will listen to you. People will listen to you because it's backed up, okay? But also, you need to be guided by your gut. You need to be guided by your instinct. You know why? Because, because whichever intention you have will use the deeper resources of your brain to bring it to you it's like it's very simple they made an experiment and they mentioned it in i, I believe in the secret or i don't remember which because i may i watch so many talk, information talk about, about this about the law of attraction yes but okay. they mentioned that for example and this i'm 100 sure it has happened to everybody mm -hmm. okay you buy a car you buy a mini coop okay okay i promise you that tomorrow You will start spotting more Mini Coopers in the car, in the in the in the streets. For me, my favorite car is 911 Carrera, and I see them everywhere. And there is not many, but I see them. Why? Because my brain is actually paying attention to it. It doesn't mean that before I I, I got it or before I like it, you know, there were less uh, 911 Carreras over there. It means that the reticular activator system in my brain... Let's focus on that it's, one. It says, it says, dude, this idea is important. Look over there. This is your intention. And this is how your mind works. So whichever you, you, you want is going to happen to you. And another thing, and this is air fair ideas, I do believe that we are energy. We are. We are. So if you are energy, the vibration that you produce is what actually attracts everything that happens in your life. So for me, uh, and this is why I told you the last two years, I've deleted so many toxic people from my life because I don't want you safe. to complain around me because the no, fuck. It's just, it's just not serving your highest good. Exactly. And they're not vibing at the same frequency. Yeah, and, 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 and the uh, universe will start deleting it from your life. You exactly. will see that the moment that you change, you don't need to push, push people away. You don't need to... You don't need to uh, just, yeah, it's true. They just disappear. They just disappear. True. They are moved out to another country. They, <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. they find a job out uh, overseas. They, you know, it happens to you like that, and and people don't realize how powerful they are. And and for me, uh, I, I'm telling you, like I I I read these, and after reading it the first time, I felt like the Matrix 
you know, Neo. I was like, they shows him one, you know? Because for me... You know, that movie is not a movie. For me, it's for a documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary, yeah. yeah. So, totally agree. <laughs> so, so when I, when I started learning this, my, my first... My first feeling was, God, thank you. Because you feel the gratitude. You feel that actually someone is having your back. You feel that even as much alone as you may be in your life, you are never alone. There is, there is so much that you as a human being, you are way much more beautiful, magnificent, sacred, holy. All the beautiful words to describe yeah. you are. And it's, it's beautiful. Like every time, like the first time I finished the book, I was extremely grateful. I was like, God, you talk thank about you. No, I'm talking about the book of metaphysics. Ah, okay. I was like, God, thank you. Thank I needed you. this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Because I've asked and For I guidance. was given. Yes. I knocked and the door was open, you know. I was, I was searching and I found. And, and yeah, that's how my spiritual journey started. And of course, metaphysics tells you to meditate. And metaphysics tells you that, for example, intelligence. Intelligence, it's, it's something that it's in everybody. Yeah, we're all gifted. We all yes. have superpowers. But it goes deeper than that. For example, if you leave this, this, this mark mm-hmm. with water there, mm-hmm. okay, and you leave it for days, where is it going to start happening? happening? The water may be evaporate. Yes, or it may start creating life. So everything is constantly changing. Or that water knows that it doesn't have any purpose here anymore. That it should become gas, so she can become a, re- a cloud. So everything has intelligence. Everything responds to your energy. Everything like, is alive. No wonder there is people who are so freaking mad and angry all the time, and they they go and they try to work on their computer and it doesn't work. Seriously, <laughs> you attract that. You you fucking That's did it not, yourself. A lot of people misconce- I, I have misconception about the law of attraction. They think that I'm, I want to attract beautiful things, and in the same time, they're attracting bad things. But actually, they don't focus on the, on the fact that even though they're trying to attract and manifest good things, their focus is on the negative side. Like, okay, I want to manifest this car, I want to buy this car and stuff like this. But at the same time, I'm thinking like, oh my God, I hate this job. Why this job like this? Or then, my then, Uber doesn't come and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> and then he lose the job. And then the universe is focused on the part of you that you put thoughts and intention to yeah. it. You cannot just think about the car and it will appear. And, no. and you need to put intention. You need to put a plan how to get it. You need to put it from an energy to a physical form. Yes, exactly. That's alchemy. You understand? Yeah. Alchemy, the, the actual uh, definition of it, it's that it's the transmutation of energy. Yeah. So we are always doing, we are all alchemists. Because we are all changing our level of perception. If you have some kind, even the smallest type of, 
responsibility for your own growth, then you become an alchemist because you don't want to be stuck to the same shit you always had in your life. Mm -hmm. You want to change. You want to move forward. You want to make humanity evolve. And if you do that, you are an alchemist because you are transmuting energy. You are making this energy that is dirty into something beautiful. You stop sinning because you are doing great things. Um, do you remember the conversation we had in your house that uh, there is this series of books that I freaking love mm-hmm. that is called Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh? Yeah, I think I remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. The guy is speaking about the creative process. And in metaphysics, the creative process is seven, but there it's like the chakras. There is three that are very... like. There is a jerky again. Fucking war. <laughs> so there is, there is, uh, there is uh, the the three more imp- most important chakras. If you say somehow, is the root, the heart, and the upper chakra. Okay, they're all important to me. They are all important, but yeah. if you summarize it, it's mm-hmm. those three. So the the how you say it, the the. The creative process is a seven-step process, like the creation of the earth. It's mm-hmm. seven days. So, but there, the the three most important are: you first have a thought, because if you say to yourself, "Tomorrow I have to wake up at eight and you start making this image in your brain, like tomorrow you I have to wake up to eight, mm-hmm. then your language puts it into words. So the second step, and it's a very important step, it's the words. So you first have an image, you have a thought, you have an intention, and it becomes a, become, becomes a word. You can put it into, into uh, writing or mm-hmm. saying or whatever. The third step is the action. So you go, you, st- you stand up from the bed, you take a shower and you go to work. That's creation. Right? Mm-hmm. So, in the book of Conversations with God, is literally Neil talking to God, and God is answering, you know? And then God says, if you want to make um, the world and the universe work for you, then you need to invert. You need to uh, invert? Yeah, invert. invert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to invert the process. So, you need to go first for the action then for the words and then for the for the thought because if you change your it's like what Tony Robbins says is you change your physiology you change your energy you know so he gives an example and let's say you go uh, to the street and there is a beggar asking for money okay and your first instinct is to put your hand in the pocket, get money, and give it to him. Okay? But if you let yourself be stopped by fear and you start thinking wrong, you will stop yourself. You will be like, why would you give two dollars if you only have five? Give him 50 cents. So God is telling you, fucking grab with everything you have in your pocket and give it to them act as if you were rich 
act as if you were happy already act as if your life was already the the reflection of these beautiful thoughts you have in your mind act first then it's gonna get you can put it into words and then it's gonna be encrypted in your brain you know you reminded me of something i read um, a while back it says i think this uh, this is like a um, something that the native american were doing like if you wanna if you wanna start a new project or if you wanna start a new idea or you if you have anything that you wanna start mm. in life before you ask the universe you should actually give something to the universe yes so the native they used to go and plant a tree before an important job yeah. interview. Amazing. Or such a they would just concept. go and give somebody some money. Yeah. Or they will donate some food. They will give something. Yeah. Because it's it's a dynamic of of a circle. You're you're giving, you're receiving. But it comes down to faith. And that's why most of people get it wrong. Um I may you may not know of this story, but mm-hmm. there is a story uh, of Jesus when he came back. Okay. Uh, after the three days, he came back uh, alive, right? Um, he goes walking to the street, <laughs> and one of his disciples, one of his closest friends, comes towards him. And he saw him. And he saw him, and he's like, and he's like, it's, it's Thomas. Okay. He's like, Thomas, hi, it's me. And Thomas is like, no, you're dead. And he's like, Thomas, it's me, it's Jesus. You know, I'm putting it in a very simple way of words. That's how I imagine it, okay? <laughs> no, I like, the, I like the Bible. I like very Go. simple shit. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, it's me. And he's like, I'm not going to believe you unless you show me the scars. Okay. Of when the crucifixion. Yeah. And Jesus shows him the hands and he's like master how are you blah 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 and then he starts worshiping him and he's like listen you need to see evidence before believing true and that's so fucking wrong okay jesus didn't say fucking i'm paraphrasing this is professional (laughs) terms (laughs) and then and then he says the kingdom of God belongs to the ones that believe without seeing. without seeing. And that, my friend, is the definition of faith. So when this Indian guy goes and plants a tree, he's given a testimonial of faith that to the universe he is going to get it. Yeah. And even if you don't get it, you need to know and maybe you will get something better because the tree won't stop growing if you don't. Yeah, you that's have why already like, you given. come back from faith to gratitude. Exactly. So you need to be. It's it's um I think it's a big relationship between us and the universe and like most of the time as humans we love controlling things yeah. and we have trust issues. We don't trust unless we see it. So if you try to remove that trust, if like the trust issues if you try to push away mm. this resistance mm. of you wanting to do and wanting to control yeah. and ha- just have faith like wake up in the morning and say you know what today is a good day 
I might not have enough money for the rest of my day. Then I fucking but, have everything. But I, the universe will give me. The universe will show me the way. Will guide me. And it can the minute you go with that mentality, mm-hmm. with the trust, yeah, and with the openness and gratitude to what you already have, you go far in life. But you know, it's it comes down to people feeling, de- uh, let's say, depressed. And uh, there is one phrase. Uh, of of I don't remember if it's Mojica or Pablo Neruda or it's somewhere from Latin America, don't ask me who, but somebody very remarkable from Latin America once said <laughs> A wise man once A said A very wise man once said uh, you're not depressed, you're distracted. Oh my god, this is so deep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're not depressed. Depressed you're you distracted. distracted. And you know I was like that that Fuck your phrase. Have so many layers of, of understanding, and for me, it's it's it's, it's very simple. And um, it came down to one TED talk I watched of Mel Robbins, the five minutes, uh, the five seconds rule creator. Okay. She speaks that the word that fucks human beings the most it's fine. When Yay. you ask somebody and you tell them, how are you? And they say, I'm fine. No, dude, you are not fine. Because that's creating resistance also. Yes, not saying that you're fine or you're that's not. That's not acknowledging the fucking beautiful, literally, <laughs> create, uh, the fucking uh, beautiful creature that we are. Like, how do, I, do you know which is the fucking possibilities of you being you exactly the way that you are? There is billions of sperm that came to your mom's <laughs> wound. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, um, there's millions of sperm that were carrying a different genetic code than what you are right now. Okay? So you, the way you are, is a freaking beautiful miracle. It's something that goes beyond understanding. Uh, there, who was it that says, uh, I have you see, I'm very bad with names. But there is another very wise man that said... Uh, <laughs> what is he from again? I don't, you don't remember. remember. <laughs> <laughs> but he said... He said... Human beings... Ah! I remember. Uh, it was a conversation between Deepak Chopra and uh, Wayne Dyer. Okay. Okay. It was a conversation between the two... And Deepak Chopra, it's tell, it, they are talking about quantum physics and things like that, you mm-hmm. know? And Deepak Chopra tells Wayne, and she's, he's like, Wayne, how, how much complex do you think quantum physics is? And uh, he's, he, Wayne says, uh, I don't think you can even imagine how complex metaphysics is. Uh, quantum physics Physics. is Mm -hmm. and then if you transpolate that because we're energy you cannot grasp not even a one percent on how freaking magnificent and beautiful we are as human beings it's not just superficially beautiful it's incredibly beautiful. We are unique. Do you know what it means? Like there is no another person in the world that has like the you. same fingerprints, the same experience of, than, uh, of, that you have, the same 
uh, tone of voice, the same hair, the same accent, the same curly hair, the same... The same ways, the same smile. There is absolutely no one else in the world that has that. No one. You know, this reminds me, another wise person said that. <laughs> I don't remember which one. That made it contagious. <laughs> yes. It says, um, don't be jealous of others because you're disrespecting your authenticity. Yes. Because, exactly. And being no one. jealous of other people person is anti-religion too yeah that's a scene too that's a that's a resistance as well yeah to your power and to your belief so you see that everything has layers and layers and layers of understanding and for me i was the kind of like crazy person because no i don't no, think you're see crazy. i would be no best people are baby <laughs> yeah, <true>. but <laughs> but i would i would used to sit uh looking at the moon and just imagining things and and thinking about one thing after the other one after the other one and i will go and i was like if we are the only human being if we are the only civilization that we know but that's the 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 earth is less than a one percent than the sun and the these these the solar system is not the only one that exists and there is thousands of millions of stars then imagine what is over there Imagine the higher ways of existence that there is. Yes, and different dimensions. Because every time you choose um, a decision, your other self is not is not gonna choose the same choice, and then that's gonna create another dimension. This is why I fucking love Men in Black Three. Yeah. Because in Men in Black Three, there is this guy that carries the constellation protection, the planet's protection for for yeah. another bad civilization or to invade the planet and shit like that. Um, he's a fifth dimension guy. Mm-hmm. So he starts talking about the possibilities, and then uh, and then Will Smith because he's supposed to see the future, you know, but mm-hmm. the future is not written in, in, on on rocks. So uh, Will Smith asks him, like, "What is going to happen?" And he's like, "It depends." If the plate falls, then this is that existence where the guy almost killed this guy. And if her hair color is red, then is this exist? Then is this reality when uh, the the guy will spill the glass? And and if that you know every freaking thing that happens is exactly the way that it should happen. Yeah. And making peace with that deletes resistance making peace with the fact that everything is beautiful that's why a lot of people i tell a lot of people you're exactly where you're supposed to be you might think right now that nothing is going on with you that you're not you know proceeding with the the dream job that you want that you are stuck in life that you're depressed for x and x reason but you're exactly where you are and you're supposed to be at that point of your life for you to just evolve like for me personally when i went to through my own spiritual journey if i didn't go all the way down like in my life where i lost literally everything i will not be in this place right now Mm. everything happened in your life it doesn't matter if it's good or bad 
this duality actually is a very controversial I don't really want to talk about it anymore good and bad I think every we started our talk in yeah. the world of relativity mm-hmm. nothing is absolute yeah and for me if if there is anything you're gonna take out of this conversation it's your intention is important and that's why Albert Einstein used to say intelli- uh, intention no imagination is more important than knowledge because imagination is a preview of what it is about to come. It's a preview of what I was about to come. So if you sit down in that couch and you start imagining things and you have this movement of energy inside of yourself and then you stood up and you ask as if, you act as if and you walk as if and you talk as if and you express yourself as if. It's done already. It's done. You just need to... So, and, and that's such a beautiful thing, by the way, because uh, Joe Dispenza says, when this thing that you've been imagining and you've been putting your, tower, your intention towards to, comes to you, it must be a surprise. And that's a sign of the universe telling you, I hear you out. I am got here. You. I got your back. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's for free. Just freaking try it. Just you're not just gonna lose it. anything if you're, you're not, not trying. You're not gonna lose anything. Just freaking close yeah, your eyes. This is the that? problem with the humans. We are condemned. We are conditioned with fear. We all the time fear. What if if I lose this job? I'm not gonna find another one. If I do this, I'm not gonna do this. If I not gonna get married now, I'm not gonna have kids. What what if all of these you put them on a basket, you trash them out, and you just focus on the things that what if this good thing happened happens to me? yeah yeah what if this trip happened today uh, what is this uh when promotion Dyer, happened today when there has such a beautiful way to say it mm-hmm. um well hat because he passed away but he no he didn't pass away i think he's uh somewhere shining yeah. his, his freaking existence is just a fucking manifestation of God existence. Like it's is it, the the messages that he gave. I grew up with Wendyer. That's that's how much I love him. I grew up with him. I I was listening to his voice. Uh, his voice. I was listening to his voice to sleep because it's so such a freaking beautiful voice. And he used to say, thinking negatively. It's like in the morning, I tell you, here is $84,000, okay? Thinking negatively is like if you go with those $84,000 and you go to the mall and you buy a house that you don't like and you buy furniture that you don't like and you buy clothes that you don't like and you buy shoes that you don't like, and you fill your house with a lot of ugly furniture that you don't like. And at the end of the day, you go and see, why is my house so fucking ugly? It's because you use your money wrong. And it's not that you have $84,000, it's, it's not like that, but you have 84,000 minutes in a day. What is the quality of your thing? thinking how often do you think about the way you think how often do you do that why if you question you start questioning yourself and you are like 
Am I thinking the best that I can? That's the thing. When you are questioning yourself and doubting yourself, it's normal. That's human. It means that you're in the path. You, you doubt yourself, but just keep going. Yes. Because that was your first impression, your first gut, your first intuition told you to do so. Just keep going. Yeah. Because the minute you question and then you go outward and you ask people for their validation or their advices, that's when you fuck up. Yeah. That's when everything goes wrong. Yeah. There's a misconception about all, like the religion. Earlier we were talking about a lot of misconception from the religion. What I learned recently is, before they used to tell us there is God and God is in the sky, mm-hmm. you know, and it's he's out there. Mm-hmm. But nobody teach you that God actually is within you. You know. Sorry for that how to shut up so how to tell people that actually god is within everybody and that you need to connect within yourself so that, when you connect to the source when mm. you connect within yourself you start having the right messages exactly. the right intuition and the right decisions yeah. to make you know and the- when you feel that you are self-doubting yourself and there is you know a doubt that's trying like to find its way to you just stop for a minute assess the situation reset and just restart go at it. and go restart at it. Yeah. and just keep going yeah and you know there is a very funny story uh, again i don't know i think it was from uh, another wise person another wise person once said no i think it was from conversations of god too uh, okay there was a story and it was like a joke and i was saying that uh, there was these these before the creation there was these angels having fun in heaven and they were like oh god is gonna create humans oh yeah yeah god is gonna create humans that's so much fun so much fun there's a new species and he's like when is they are gonna create it they're gonna create he's gonna create it tomorrow blah 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 and they're like oh nice let's have fun and they say that these this angel, and I'm completely sure that was Lucifer before getting to be the devil. <laughs> and he said, he said, okay, what is going to be the purpose of human beings? Um, another angel answered him, he's like, it's, it's, it's for them to find happiness. And he said, okay, then let's hide it. And the angels were debating where to, to hide it. They were debating ways to hide it, and they were debating over and over again. And then one of them came up with an amazing beautiful idea. It was like, okay, let's do it this way. Let's make it so obvious, so freaking obvious, (laughs) that they're not going to find it. And they were like, yes, you know, because if they are looking outside, they would never find find it. And the other guy was like, are you suggesting the same of than me? And the other one said, are you thinking the same thing? And the other one was like, we're all thinking the same thing. And the other one was like, let's hide it inside. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, and the first time that I heard that story. I don't think I ever heard this story before, but this is beautiful. I, I, I really, I think it is from conversations of, with God. Or I don't if know not, where it's another wise it's, it's, who tells I created no I'm kidding. <laughs> it was a very wise man. Exactly. But follow our Instagram Healing and Co for more episodes on spirituality, Reiki and tips about crystals. 
Every purchase on Healing & Co. donate $1 to plant a tree. And remember, today is always a good day to become your highest self.